Welcome to the Real Appeal Podcast. This is your host, Kelsey Loisel, and with me today is my co-host, Mark Salcedo. Hey, Mark. Hi, everyone. Hi, Kelsey. More importantly, hi, Kelsey. (laughs) You don't love me anymore. (laughs) What the fuck that come from? (laughs) So, hey, Mark. Yes. You know the little white speck on top of chicken doo-doo? Well, that's the kind of white I think... Insert name here. ...is. Just like that little white speck on top of old chicken <laughs> shit. I hope somebody takes that recording and, like, applies it to something. <laughs> <laughs> Insert name here. Frank! <laughs> Insert name here. Samantha! <laughs> Um, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Real Appeal, two E's in real. <clears throat> and you can email us at therealappeal at gmail.com. And we would love to get reviews on iTunes so that we can get noticed and get more, you know, listeners and get more downloads and shit like that. You know, you know this, is, this, is, this is fun, but it's, it's, it's more funner. <laughs> When more people listen. I know that. I know. I did that on purpose. I know. But people say funner and for whatever reason, mm. fum is chum comes into my head every time. Fum is chum? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, oh, chum is fum. Chum is fum. That's from, that's from Spongebob. Oh, okay. Parent, cause I have to mm. tell you. Yes, yes. Plankton. Uh, First of all. Owner of the chum bucket? No. Patrick Starr. Mm. wasn't allowed to work at the Krusty Krab because they didn't want him. You mean Mr. Krab's daughter? No. You said Patrick's daughter. I said Patrick Star. Oh, Patrick Star. Okay, I'm sorry. Was not allowed to go, like, work at... Or he tried working there and it didn't work out. Okay. So then Plankton hired him. Okay. As, like, head of marketing or some shit. Okay. And he put on the billboard, Chum is Fum. And it made... (laughs) All the customers go there. <laughs> okay. I did not see this episode. So then, you know, once that marketing thing, went, you know, fizzled out a little bit, mm. then he did. Fum is chum. And it got all the, all the customers <laughs> back. <laughs> uh, that speaks volumes to people, you know, believe in marketing now. I mean, it's not far off. No. It's not far off. I don't know why I thought that episode was like whole fucking hilarious. <laughs> it was my favorite. Mm, okay. One of my favorites. Anyways, um, this week we're doing the news. We have our recent review of On the Rocks. Variety time is Try This, Not That. And our geriatric cinematic is Paper Moon from 1973. Mm-hmm. And the topic is... You could say the apple of my eye. You want me to say it, but it was your idea. And even last week's episode, you're like, yeah, I'm not very proud of that one. Yeah. Okay. So you want me to say it and suffer? What? You're not, you don't like this one? Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Is that one of your fire ones? No. Well, how can you when it's just about, you know, father daughter relationships? There's nothing funny about it. That is true. That is true. Unless you want to make more fart jokes, because dads are real no, good at that. No, no, stop it. <laughs> stop it. So, uh, 
Mark. Yeah. Why don't you uh, kick off the news? Uh, yeah. So supposedly Constantine Two is happening. Uh, the Keanu Reeves film uh, from 2005, uh, according to Peter Stor- Stormare, uh, who played Lucifer in the original film, he posted on his Instagram um, that uh, it was a picture of him as his character Lucifer in Constantine, and it's and it has had the caption "Sequel is in the works" or "Sequel in the works" to be more precise. Um, there's been rumors that they've been trying to uh, do a sequel to this movie. Um, it wasn't like a critical success, or sorry, it wasn't much of a box office success. But over time, people begin to like really appreciate it. Um, but I mean, I mean, there's been rumors of a sequel, rumors of a reboot, bringing the characters here and there, and stuff like that. Um, uh, yeah, I think what was it? Supposedly, like J.J. Abrams was going to produce it. I know Guillermo del Toro wanted to do like a Justice League dark movie with uh that had constantine in it um but like i said it's you mean constantine pitch black because they're already dark i mean not constantine justice league yeah wait what you said justice league like in constantine like a a justice league dark and i'm like you mean a justice league pitch black because oh yeah fucking dark yeah that's true yeah that's funny you know i fucked it up because you know my brain's not working today yeah that's funny how you mentioned that because there was a there was a Thanksgiving, a Friendsgiving gathering that Kelsey and I attended. This uh, guy and I, uh, we were talking about WB, and we kept joking like how WB is like so dark that you can't see it. It's like that, that really expensive black paint that mm. absorbs so much light that it's like the true black. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's DC. That's WB. That's DC. WB. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it explains about that third act in fucking uh, Wonder Woman. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's so far just like a rumor. I mean, like I said, Peter Stormare has said this uh, on his Instagram, but oh, we'll have to wait and see. Well, I want to know what you think about that, because I know you like Constantine. Um, you seem kind of on the fence about it. I Okay. I, I remember I, I do like the Constantine character. I have read quite a few of the comics. I like... I liked his portrayal in the uh, like the C- NBC show, and then they brought that character into the CW with like Heroes of Tomorrow or whatever that fucking show is. I oh, roll. you roll, yeah, you roll. I roll on that one. I don't know why people like that show. I used to watch it with my mom, and CW we just got show. to a point where we couldn't force ourselves to watch it mm-hmm. anymore to see if it got any better. It just kept getting yeah stupider and stupider. And that character, it's. It's ripe with a lot of stories. I've because I've always been fascinated with like that type of like stuff. Not the occult itself, but just like that kind of weird shit that spirits and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so of course I like gravitated towards like Constantine. Um, like I say, it's a rumor. I'll maybe cool, but like yo, Keanu Reeves is getting up there in age, mm-hmm. like really up there. And it, 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 he's like those memes of Asian women. Oh, who are like super hot when All they're like, until they're like sixty, and then boom. Yeah, it's really fast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll have to wait and see what happens if there's any validity to if this if anything ever comes of this. Gotcha. Well, speaking of Wonder Woman in mm. DC, mm-hmm. um, Warner Brothers is deci- trying to decide whether they are going to 
release Wonder Woman 1984 on HBO Max or delay it to the summer of 2021? Mm. Hmm. Like, do they want to release it in January yeah. on HBO Max or push it to the summer? I think from from what I'm from what I'm gathering, HBO Max or HBO because Warner Brothers owns HBO or sorry, Warner Media to be more precise. They're looking for a reason for people to come to HBO Max, and they have not had uh, anything that like really attracts people. Mm-hmm. Um, like Netflix, let's say like Netflix had uh, what's that show, a House of Cards, mm-hmm. you know, and, or like Stranger Things, and then Hulu has like a series of like shows and like of documentaries and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Disney has what The Mandalorian. Everybody's waiting for like the Marvel stuff to show up. HBO Max is like betting. From what, I, from what I understand, they're also betting on that Justice League movie, that Zack Snyder cut, mm-hmm. which we'll talk further about it later. Um, and I know, uh, what, this this movie's been pushed back, like, quite a few times, right? Yeah. Jesus. June to August to October to December 25th. <laughs> um, I, I highly doubt they're really going to do this. They're going to post uh, it on HBO Max. You you doubt that they're going to? Yeah, because that is... You've seen the trailer for it, and you were like, for this movie, right? Totally, but, I mean, look what's happening with James Bond. Look what happened with Tenet. that's true. That is true, It's like, they're willing, it's like they're willing to lose money in the interest of getting it out sooner than Mm. they are, like, waiting to release it. Yeah. Like... I don't know, like, I'm not an accountant with mm-hmm. them, so, like, for me, it seems like you would save money if you would just wait, but maybe yeah. they're like, oh, we already did this marketing campaign, we don't want to market it again, but, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, don't market it again, or everyone knows it's there, I know. that builds the hype, like. Yeah, I, I've been seeing a lot of, like, analysts, I've been reading a lot of, like, stuff that analysts have been saying about this, like, if if 2021 summer blockbuster does happen, it's going to be super fucking packed yeah because uh marvel wants to make their money disney wants to make their money uh paramount wants to make their money sony wants to make like everybody wants to try to fucking make their money mm-hmm. um and i got that regal membership still <laughs> the one that you can't use at all Damn. no no you know they did email um uh, like i don't know i saw it a few months ago they mm. sent an email saying um you know your membership like however many months you had on it will be, oh like, like they back. paused it. Oh okay okay. Till, That's good. You know till they're open again, and then they tried opening again, they closed again. So like <laughs> you got another one saying like, uh, nope. I'm good. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, I forgot Disney. Yeah, they had Hamilton. Hamilton brought a lot of fucking money in, uh, for Disney Plus. Um, I honestly don't think they're gonna release this in HBO Max because this is this is a billion dollar movie like box office wise that's a guaranteed billion dollars yeah um yeah because i remember we talked about it uh at the end of last year Mm -hmm. as like the movies we're looking forward to yeah we had a list of movies we're looking forward to in 2020 yeah and i I think like i'm trying to remember what i'm trying to remember that list i know two of the movies that's that was on my list mank was on your list mank is on my list and that's getting released tenet was on my list that's getting released I remember um that was my gavel. <laughs> what was that movie? Uh In the Heights that you wanted to check out? I think it was, yeah. I think that was on your list and that like everything got pushed back. I honestly think they should just 
just push it back. Just wait. Just fucking wait. Yeah. Just wait, guys. Just wait. You have Justice League. <laughs> that will bring everybody in. <laughs> I can say that without laughing now. Yeah, because uh, do you want to talk about that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Every time I see a, a, Oh, God. Okay. For those who don't know, Kelsey and I laugh at this movie. Well, okay, but not just that. We mm. talked about it already and how much their budget was for their, you know, their the budget. And shit? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so... So we already talked about that. Yeah, so this movie has already cost upwards to like $350 million. It already has cost that money. It might, it might have actually even cost more than that. Um, and it barely made a return. Uh, and of course... You cannot avoid this. You know, there's the Zack Snyder cut that's supposed to be coming out to HBO Max. Um, uh, the how the story's been developing is that WBA gave Zack Snyder $70 million to, to finish this movie. Because, you know, people kept saying the Snyder cut is ex- exists. Well, it does not. Um, I'm sorry, it did not at the time. So, Zack Snyder did reshoots. That was so stupid. The whole campaign mm-hmm. was release the Zack Snyder cut. Mm-hmm. And which actors swore uphill and down, this is not the movie that I was in? I know Jason Momoa has said that. Ray Fisher has said that. I think uh, Gail Godot has gone behind it. I bet Athics soon follow. I don't know if Ezra Miller ever got behind it. I don't think it. he did. He doesn't seem like one who's very vocal about almost anything. Yeah, except, you know hitting women and shit like that, but whatever. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, so they gave Zack Snyder $7 million to finish the movie, and whatever reshoots they had to do, it's it's only going to be a total of four to five minutes of new footage. Jesus Christ. $70 million. I, I get you're using that to, like, visual effects and stuff like that, but $70 million. <laughs> that shit always pisses me off, too. Mm-hmm. Like... Like, I get it. People who have money and, like, companies who have money can Mm. do whatever they see fit with it. Yeah. Right? But, like, I just saw today that Jeff Bezos is giving, like, 10 million or 10 billion or some shit to, like, um, climate change. Mm. Like, a substantial amount of money. Yeah. And here's WB. (laughs) $70 million for four to five minutes of fucking reshoots. For a movie that shouldn't need it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Zack Snyder sat down uh, with, it uh, looks like, Beyond the Trailer. Um, and he. this is what he said. He, he said, I will say that in the end, it's going to be probably, it's going to probably be about four, four minutes or five minutes of additional photography for the entire movie. For folks who don't know, <clears throat> this is not two hours. This is not three hours. This is supposed to be like stretched out to like four to six hours or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so entire movie, four to six. Okay. In the, oh, here we go. In the four hours at Justice League, maybe four minutes. Four and four, four and, and those four hours, um, that's not new footage. Those four hours, it's like stuff that gets put back in that got taken out before mm-hmm. because pacing, uh, certain constrictions or whatever. It's like normal shit that... Mm-hmm. 
you do when you're a director and you have a vision, mm-hmm. you shoot a lot of stuff and yeah. then you decide, okay, this doesn't work. This doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. Maybe we need to reshoot this, whatever. Yeah. So we might get like four angles of the Batmobile instead of two, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so essentially they're, pay- they're, they're going to watch, you know, those, um, those test screenings. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to watch. <laughs> it's all deleted scenes, like behind the scenes. Cut, do again. Cut, do again. <laughs> all that shit. Um, uh, Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck, Gilgadel, and Ray Fisher has, they have said that they were coming back for reshoots. Uh, but it, uh, so far, we've only known that Ezra Miller um, has actually shot some footage as The Flash. Um, but given how how everything is with the COVID and everything, certain <laughs> constrictions were made, or well, were there. So what happened is Steiner explained this to cinema blend, how he got around this. Um, uh, Ezra Miller is on set of, of a shooting fantastic beast three. Uh, Snyder said this, he says, I had to get pickup shots of Ezra when we were doing this little bit. Um, you know, it, he's on fantastic beast and that's in London. And we weren't going to travel to London. Unfortunately, I have loved, I would have loved to have done that. So what we did is we did, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> So what we did was we picked him up on a Zoom. <laughs> and the Fantastic Beast crew, I sent them these drawings. And I was like, okay, this is what I want him. <laughs> okay, this is what he has to do. This is where he is. <laughs> oh so, so wait, 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 wait. Yes. $70 million. Okay. For four to five minutes of reshoots. New footage, yeah. That supposedly we didn't need. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the four to five minutes mm-hmm. is over Zoom. He directed it over Zoom. God. And this, this, is, this is nothing do, unheard but, of. But do you, But also, do you see the connection between mm. The Flash and Zoom? But I'm bumped. No, okay, no, no. This is not unheard of. Directors have been known to like direct over the phone, you know. Um, but my thing is like, if this is this this is a movie that it deserves it 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 deserves full direction. Like the person, from my from my opinion, the person needs to be there to direct something of this scope. It's like saying, "Hey, Russo brothers, um, you have to do this big battle in Endgame." But you're like across the country, and it is, now do you think it would work, <laughs> or something we get lost in translation? Probably something. It's like playing telephone. Yeah. Um, so to add more of what's what is to be expected of this Snyder cut movie, um, Snyder did say that he was going to bring back Jared Leto's Joker. <laughs> For what? Joker's not even in Justice League. For what? <laughs> I don't fucking know. And not only that, it's Jared Leto's Joker, which is like universally hated. Okay, here's my. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Normally, I'm the one in the mind. Kelsey's just like, oh shit. Okay. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You know how nuclear bombs have like an epicenter, mm-hmm. and the people who are closest to it are the ones who get more fucked up. Mm-hmm. 
whatever fucking bomb went off that made 2020 happen, <laughs> I think Zack Snyder was too close to it. <laughs> yeah. Like, he must have been near Trump or something when he farted. And then, like, oh my God. you know, now he's got the whatever is wrong with his brain. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... <laughs> So it's going to be the Suicide Squad version of the Joker, but it's it's going to be, what is it? It's going to be a little different. And this is what Snyder had to say. He said, I wanted to, of course, honor what we had been, what had been created with him because I thought it was really cool. All right. Um, but also in this, I'm going, I'm not going to tell you what happens in the little scene, but some water has gone under the uh, proverbial bridge between when last we saw Joker and this appearance. So he's made, he's a, he's a road worried Joker. <laughs> I guess that's a way of saying it. So he looks more fucked up. Uh, yeah, probably he's going to look more jacked up. I mean, there has been several stages of, of what the Joker looks like. Yeah. I'm thinking of, um, Oh my god! I think I'm thinking of I think it's called Death of the Family, where the Joker essentially cut his face off and reapplied it with like uh, safety pins and like staples and stuff like that to give it like a weird, like monstrous type joke. And it was like a it was a good run. I think it was like a Grant Morris run. And it was a good run, but do not put that in this movie. Like, mm. there's no reason why the Joker should be in this fucking movie. Like, at all. there's no reason. There's no reason why the Zack Snyder should ever exist. Just, WB is just like, here, here's money. Fix, fix it because we're bleeding it. It's like when you're doing a haircut, mm-hmm. right? And you're like, oh, I fucked up on this side. I'm going to go to the other side. <laughs> yes. And you go on the other side and you take off a little bit too much. You're like, oh, shit. Now it's uneven. Like, when we go back to the other side, until uh-huh. you fucked up so badly, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, just cut it all off. Just, yeah. just cut it all off. <laughs> um... I like this is look WB fucked up WB fucked up by letting Zack Snyder take control of the DC universe he had Man of Steel and WB was like we need to go darker than Marvel and that was their first mistake okay um, and then they gave Zack Snyder ring to be like this is how I want this is how I want Batman vs. Superman this is how I want Justice League this is how Wonder Woman should look like it all turned bad. The thing is, I honestly don't think it was a bad strategy mm. to have it dark in emotion. Yeah. Not in fucking picture, but like, yeah. you want a more serious like comic book story. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Because yeah. there are more serious comic book versions of these characters out there. Yeah. Cool. Like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. They fucked up everywhere else, though, so mm-hmm. it just made it more laughable because they did it wrong like you have to if you're Mm -hmm. gonna go that dark you have to have all your shit together yeah Zack Snyder has been on record and said that he he was trying to do the Justice League no the um Injustice version of the Justice League which is like Superman uh like Lois Lane gets killed by the Joker Superman like loses it and like becomes like this like tyrannical type person where Batman and like uh, Supergirl and like all these people, they, they, the whole video, the whole Injustice video game is based off of this premise of, of a dark version of the DC universe. Um, and that's what Zack Snyder was trying to do. However, you can't get there by making one movie and then thinking, all right, I'm going to kill Bat, I'm going to kill Superman in the next movie because there's, there's the, 
There's no emotional connection to Superman. Mm-hmm. We barely got him in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to kill him at the end of the second movie? Mm-hmm. And wait, okay, and don't get me wrong. I do. I did enjoy Ben Affleck's Batman, but Ben Affleck's Batman was just in shitty movies. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like if they do this. It's like if they say, hey, um, don't mean to compare Marvel, but this is like the best I, comparison I can do right now. It's like saying, hey, here's Iron Man 1. Now let's kill him in Iron Man 2. Yeah. Like, no, you had that. You have to get that whole build up. Because when Iron Man. That's why it's called an arc. Exactly. There was no arc. There was a spike up and a spike down. (laughs) (laughs) Just like fucking WB stocks. A spike up and a spike down. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see what's going to happen. We'll see what's going to happen. Because Justice League Dark is. I mean, Justice League Dark is shit. (laughs) Justice League, the Snyder Cut, is, is coming out sometime next year. And. Oh boy, we I can't <laughs> wait to watch that train wreck. They should call it Justice League O oh, the Insanity. <laughs> Justice League Why <laughs> All right. Well Yes. Do you wanna get to our next segment? Yeah, of course. Alright. Now let's do our recent review of On the Rocks. Hi Dad. Hey kiddo. Oh my gosh, do you look beautiful. Cliff, how's your mom's hip? Good, thanks. Good. He thinks you're my girlfriend. Bryce. Been busy? Yeah. Dee's traveling with clients all the time, and I'm just the buzzkill waiting to schedule things. Just, I'm so stuck. So Dean's going away a lot, huh? On business trips? Dad. Raise your hand if that sounds fishy. He's not like you. He's a good guy, a great dad. Sure, it's nature. Males are forced to fight, to dominate, and to impregnate all females. Maybe he's just not interested in me anymore. Impossible. A woman's at her most beautiful between the ages of 35 and 39. Great, so I have many months left. Felix, you're back in town. Been busy? Yeah. Got a lot going on. Do you? He should be worshiping the ground you walk on. And if he's doing something dishonorable, you need to know. What if Dean's just busy? I'm in a rut. That's it. I think we should follow him. What? I think you better see him in action. This is your idea of incognito? The synopsis is a young mother reconnects with her larger-than-life playboy father on an adventure through New York. Directed and written by Sofia Coppola, it stars Bill Murray, Rashida Jones, Marlon Wayans, Jessica Henwick, and Jenny Slate. Hmm. Yes. Apparently, I, people, I know. <laughs> oh shit! I know people want to. They want to. They want to share their opinions on the rock as well. <laughs> what did you think about it? Um. Honestly, it's an alright movie. Um. I didn't really. It's. I didn't really expect anything to like wow me. Sofia mm-hmm. Coppola has been. She's. She's a comparable director. I mean, uh, her most like, her most famous piece of work is like Lost in Translation, which came out like well over ten years ago. Um, so I was like down to watch this. Plus, it's like Bill Murray. I always like watching, especially old Bill Murray now, who's like mm-hmm. funny as fuck. Uh, which he. It's not like he hasn't been, but there's like a s- certain amount of like slyness to like Bill Murray's. Um, performance now um and rashida jones that's that's a great combination i do i do enjoy a story of like a father and daughter reconnecting Mm -hmm. or just connecting if they've lost time or whatever um 
so this movie, like I said, it's it's kind of all right. There wasn't there wasn't anything special. Um, there were a couple scenes that was actually really good. Uh, one scene that comes to mind is when Rashida Jones and Bill Murray have this big confrontation uh, mm-hmm. at the start of the third third act, mm-hmm. which I thought was really good. It had a lot to say about the relationship. Um, but the whole idea of like of Rashida Jones trying to find out if her husband Marlon Wayans is cheating on her. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. This is kind of like one of those movies where I feel like, and they kind of talk about, they do talk about this at one point in the movie, but I feel like this is a movie that would have ended really f- like 10 or 15 minutes into it. If the wife sat down and was like, Hey, so like, what's going on? Are you cheating on me? <laughs> like that's <laughs> like, that would have been like, in. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, I, so I agree with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. However, do you think things get resolved by saying, hey, are you cheating on me? Okay. I'll say, okay, I will say no. That doesn't happen. However, you could you could continue the story. You can be like, okay, is he lying? Is he not lying? You know, instead of kind of like, I don't know, like, I feel like, I feel like this movie is about, like, communication. Yeah. And, like, the communication is with the... Uh, the commuter with the the communication between the husband and the wife is very lacking, mm-hmm. which kind of doesn't really make it seem like so much of a real relationship in a way. Like it seems better. It seems more. It seems like a TV relationship, like a film relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, like the characters between um, the the chemistry between Marlon Wayans and Rashida Jones, it never seems authentic. They almost really come off as like roommates in some of the in in a lot of the movie. Yeah. I see that. Mm. Um, I also didn't really think that the... I mean, I think the chemistry between uh, Rashida Jones and Bill Murray was a little better. Oh, yeah. I agree with that, yeah. But I think Bill Murray's character was, like, lacking, um, I don't know, content or, Mm. like, he wasn't robust or something. It was just, like, he was a specific, like, archetype. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that was it. Mm. And so, like, they, she kind of interacted with him in a certain way mm. because she loved him. And that, and, and that was their relationship for yeah. most, like, the whole fucking movie. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, I do like how fun the movie was, but I just don't think it was special either. There were a couple of things, though. Mm. Rashida Jones, I kind of did relate with her. Oh, really? Like on a personal level. Mm. Um, because, and you see me do this where I, mm. I'm feeling okay, and then all of a sudden I feel like I'm in a rut. Oh, And yeah, then I'm yeah. feeling okay, and I'm like, I know what that rut feels like because I do this like every week mm. or like every month. Um, so I kind of can get where. Or oh, she was coming from? Yeah. Yeah. Um,. And then that whole, like, you know, communication thing, too. Because, mm-hmm. like, men and women don't communicate the same way. No, yeah, I, I get that. I was, because I was watching this with somebody, and um, the person I was watching this with, she had said something about, like, because um, she talked about how Marlon Wayne's character acts kind of shady in a couple of scenes. And she was just, and, you know, she she asked me about it. She was just like, you know, like, why do guys act shady like that when they shouldn't be? And I told her, like, well, sometimes, like, we kind of do it and we just don't know that we did it. We're just kind of like, it just kind of like, 
Sometimes you're like indecisive about something and it looks shady as hell, but you're just trying to figure out like, what do do I want to do? Yeah. Yeah. Like there, like there's a, like there is a part where like Rashida Jones, and this is not a spoiler at all, where Rashida Jones like grabs his phone and like looks at it, you know, and he kind of like, not stands over her, but he kind of just goes like, like, like kind of slightly looks at like what she's looking at. Mm -hmm. And I can see why that can be seen as like, uh, What's not? I'm not, I'm not trying to say the word shady again, but like he's trying to look at, like trying to eavesdrop on her, like what, what, why is she looking at my, at my phone? Mm-hmm. But that could just be easy as like, oh, what she's looking for? Oh, okay, like that. It's, mm-hmm. And I understand that could be like a miscommunication. Yeah, you know. So it's certain parts like that that I was digging because you actually can see the miscommunication there. Mm-hmm. And then other times you would just kind of be like, oh yeah, he's just like off on a trip. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, like just like that, you know. Yeah. Um, there was a scene I actually kind of thought was funny and it was like involved like a birthday scene mm. where, uh, one of the characters had won a cake or thought was going to get cake. Oh yeah. yeah. And I was just like, damn, that's jacked up. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, and I think, and I, and that's, that's where sometimes this movie kind of shines when it actually, when it actually feels more realistic because of a mistake like that. Cause that is an honest mistake. There are times when and I think I know we're t- you were talking about how Rashida Jones and Marlon Wayans were like were more like roommates, mm. but there are moments that they have when it's just those two together mm. where they f- they feel like they have a genuine affection for each other. Yeah, like there's a love there. Mm-hmm. But and I th- and I honestly think it's like okay, well you can't have that when you have kids running around and like mm. you're constantly traveling and shit. So I don't really think that had a lot to do with their chemistry as it did the the oh, well, circumstances the mm. of their the characters um what they were going through. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Marlon Wayans had me kind of like, damn, I wish he was my husband. Are you serious? Yeah. Holy shit, that's fucking funny. Why? Well, because the the person who I was who I was watching this with, we had a discussion about the Wayne's brothers, about which is the most attractive one. Mm-hmm. And she was said she said, I can say that Marlon Wayne's is the ugliest of the Wayne's brothers. And I was like, Really? Even uglier than like the Damon Wayne's? Oh, Damon's he looks like a cartoon <laughs> character. But she but she's she was going off of, of but she I, she was kinda coming from what his son looks like, Damon Wayans Jr. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Oh, he's really trying to like, Yeah, but that's him. <laughs> that's not Damon Wayans. You know. But we both we both came to agreement that, like, yeah, Sean Wayans is probably like the most attractive one. And I but don't really know what he looks like. Did you ever watch the Wayans Brothers? Yeah. Okay. Wait. If you watch the Wayans Brothers, then you you've seen him. I don't think I did. What's that one with the wife and Damon Wayans? It's Damon Wayans, yeah. That's the one? No, Damon Wayans is the that's that's the one I said is the ugliest one. It's I know, Damon but Wayans. there was a show that he did. And, and his son's name was Kyle, and like yeah, I can't remember. That might have just been called like the, the David Wayne show. Okay, yeah, I didn't see the uh, the, Dave, the Wayans brothers. Wayans brothers, yeah. And it wasn't so much that I found him super attractive. Mm. It was just how he carried himself, and mm. like I'm, I'm a sucker for someone who really is he- like clearly head over heels for someone else. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay, like that level of affection for someone like I like. Yeah, like I want that. That's all. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, hit up Marlon. Be like, yo, Marlon. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm this woman with two kids. Come hit me up. 
Yeah, I don't, you, you I don't play, know why I'm acting no, like you like that. You, you played a character, you know, with two kids, with a woman. You could totally just step into that role. You're you're familiar with that. What are you What are you referring to? Him, you know, like oh, in, in this think, movie. I think you're referring to me, like not you. Like, you have one kid, <laughs> and you are not an actor. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm great. Look, I'm acting now. <laughs> sure. Okay. If you can. If you can sing your cacahuate chocolate no, song. No, that's between you and I. <laughs> that's between you and I. That's a drunk story I might I might tell one day. <laughs> um, okay, so you wanna you wanna hop into spoilers? Yes. Uh, okay folks, so um, for the ones who have seen, I don't know why I'm slowly talking like that. Uh, Probably because I've been doing that because I can't finish my sentences today. Yeah. So for those who have seen uh, On the Rocks, we're going to go ahead and hop into the spoiler section. For those who have not seen On the Rocks, uh, we're going to give you a spoiler bumper right about now. you do your dance yeah because you made a comment about it and you started making me feel weird about it oh shut up do your goddamn dance next time shit because you're like why do you do that like like it started off like you know head shaking and like kind of chuckling and i'm Uh, like yeah he thinks it's funny but then after a while it turned into why do you do that every time and i'm like oh okay yeah i just want to know why you do it every time you make it sound like why do you do that every time (laughs) You're ruining this very visual podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I'm trying to remember one specific part. Oh, okay. So this. Okay, so um, I want to talk about that one scene uh, uh, in, in the third act when Rashida Jones and Bill Murray have now supposedly followed Marlon Wayans into Mexico uh, to catch him in the act. Mm-hmm. And there's that part where Rashida Jones uh, confronts Bill Murray about his own infidelities. Um, in his past and the fact that um, I kind of like how they were like Bill Murray is like this playboy who's very flirtatious to like any woman he sees right mm-hmm. and I, I did like the fact that like we were kind of like leading into this conversation but we didn't know if if he was uh, faithful to his to Rashida Jones's mother or if she had like died at some point mm-hmm. um and that's and and this is what I got a little confused on because, uh, like Marlon Wayans at one point said like, oh, why don't you take her to your mother's? And I was just like, wait, like her mom's alive? You don't remember towards the beginning when he was? It was before his trip, but she ended up leaving. Okay, so and then it was her grandmother and her mother were there. Okay, that part I don't know for some reason I was thinking like for some reason I'm thinking like that's his mother or some shit. No, it's hers. Okay, all right, so. No, I think actually they were both. They were friends. Oh, okay. So okay. it was both of their parents, their mothers. Okay. All right. So negate negate the whole death thing. Um, we don't we don't exactly know that uh, Bill Murray if if he did cheat on her, you know, and he, they kind of leave it aloof. Like you get yeah. an idea that he did, but they don't give you the circumstances under like yeah. how bad the breakup was or anything like that. Yeah, or if it was just like we got divorced because the marriage didn't go anywhere, and then. I just started being a playboy or yeah. whatever, you know? But then when she starts confronting him about it and this, she actually starts like bringing up the names, like, Oh, what was her name? And he actually was, 
he actually explained his side of the story, which I actually like how they, ex- and I know, I know the whole like infidelities and everything, especially during the marriage is like a horrible thing, but I still enjoyed his explanation about how he gave his side of the story of why the marriage had like fallen apart. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, it was almost like something that you would actually might, you might hear the wife say, you know, he didn't look at me like how when we first met or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. But he had said like, you know, we were in love, we did this, and then the kids came, and then she just stopped paying attention to it. She just stopped looking at me, mm-hmm. you know, like in that same manner. And then here comes somebody who just, sometimes it just all it takes is like a smile, and like that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it shows like how fragile a marriage can be, even if it's been, even though you've had kids, um, you've been together for years, it can still be something very fragile. You know, mm-hmm. it's like... Um, I don't mean to bring DC up again, but it's like uh, it's like when the Joker says you just have that one bad day and like that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I enjoyed that little that back and forth that they had because she was like calling him out on his shit. She was. I I enjoyed that too, but honestly, I didn't enjoy his explanation as much as you did mm. because that's life. Like this is usually how it happens in a marriage with kids is the woman steps into the role of responsibility and the man, the male doesn't want to do anything to make her life easier. So she can Mm. be lighter on her feet Yeah, and look at, you know, like, so if you take some of the responsibility away from her, Mm. but they don't. And then they're like, Oh, well you're not fun anymore. Bye. Yeah. I mean, he did say, and, he did say that, like, she didn't want to travel anymore. And I kind of, like, felt where he was coming from there. Like, because there are certain people, I mean, there are people who, um, like, you and I have talked about how, like, people, they grow apart or they grow in different wavelengths. Mm-hmm. And then when a split happens, it, like, it kind of just because, hey, we just we're just two different people now. Sometimes you just don't, you know, you can grow old together, but you're not, you might not have the same mindset together. Yeah. Um, it's hard to travel when you have kids. No, it doesn't. That's what I think. No, like yeah. it's not that she. I'm sure she didn't. It's not that she didn't want to travel, mm-hmm. but like, now we have kids. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't think that he was meant to be a father. I think his any marriage that mm-hmm. he ever got into mm-hmm. would have been better without children. Okay. And and not just that, uh, but um, I forgot what I was going to say now. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, okay, I don't think that he was not meant to be a father. I just think he was just not meant to be married. Well, it's the same thing. Well, not necessarily. I mean, I, I because never if you're if you have children and mm. you're committed to someone, either you're monogamous with them, whether you're married or you're not. It's the same relationship whether you have the marriage name That's on it true. or not. That's true, but like he, I'm mean, sorry, I don't, I'm don't, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, I, that's what I was gonna say. Oh, okay, um, well, because I, because I wanted, to, I kind of want to point out. I mean, obviously, you can see it in the trailer that like his relationship with Rashida Jones seems to be really good. Yeah, but to like, an ex, to an extent, though, I'll say to an extent because like she said about like it's it hurts carrying your secrets. She has a lot of pain with him. Yeah, like people can get along and not be like. They still have baggage. Yeah. You know, like, it. I mean, that doesn't mean that she doesn't love him. Like, mm. I love my mom. <laughs> I, I, 
<laughs> he doesn't feel sure about that. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, like I tell the girls all the time, like, I know you love your dad and I know that you, I'm, I just want you to be aware of how he is. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to talk shit about him, but I just don't want you to feel like you have to be responsible to watch your little sister. Yeah. Or that you don't feel like you're, you have a safe space to talk or whatever. Mm. Like, you know, these are the issues. And so now they kind of, they feel free to have a relationship with him because I don't tell them no. Yeah. That, and so they, they love him, but they also know his limitations. So like, mm-hmm. that's it. Like, so I really don't think he was meant to be a father. Like he, mm. he loves her in his own way. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that, you know, they should have had an abortion or something, but like some people are just not meant to like, if, if they want to have a good relationship with someone, mm. it can't have kids involved. Mm. because they they need the attention that and that honestly that kind of happened to me because even when i was with my ex he would mm. be screaming at them to get off the couch if he left to go to the bathroom it would take him like 40 minutes mm. and he came back and they were on the couch with me he'd be screaming at them to get off the couch because that's his spot next to me yeah. like like cuddling yeah i get you like and even my sister had was with someone who was like i'd no, no, it wasn't my sister. That was me. No, literally. <laughs> I like how you did that. No, because I forget, like, Cisco actually didn't want. What, kids? He wanted kids, but he didn't want kids. Like, he's like, I married her. I didn't, like, I didn't marry that whole package, even though oh, he made I it. Gotcha, you know, I like, gotcha. That's so stupid, though. That, I, I mean, that's so. Him. I mean, that's so ignorant of him. Like, I got married, but I don't want a family. I just. And he grew, but he grew into it. Mm. Um, and then it was funny because we had Cameron, and then that was kind of his life, and mm-hmm. he didn't want another one. And then it took a while for him to warm up to Cadence. Oh, okay. Even though he wanted her, like it was mm. like he wants them, but he doesn't, and yeah. then he warms up, and then there's another one, you know, and like he has to do it, go through the whole process again. Yeah, I get you, I get you. Yeah, I mean that's kind of like that was. That, I guess he said that because I've kind of been in that situation. Well, I won't say kind of. I'm, I'm, I've been in the situation that you're talking about, and I've also been in a situation where I'm the kid. Um, like for example, like you were saying about like maybe some people just don't want to. They shouldn't have kids, or they. Are, they're not they, they're not about that life you know mm-hmm. and you know like my mother for example like i love my mom you know i grew up as like a mama's boy and everything like that i cherish her but over time i've seen her become this person who's just like i didn't want to fucking have kids mm-hmm. but i did so i took care of it but like and this and so just, you were just a responsibility yeah. or a a uh, fucking bump in the road yeah i mean that's i mean that's how i see it i don't know exactly her point of view she probably would i'm sure she'd probably say something different and i don't hate her for it i get why she's like that you know she had mm-hmm. a tough she had a tough life and stuff like that um so you know i have a i have a good relationship with my mom but but that's what i'm saying the yeah. rashida jones character is the same way like mm, yeah you sweep that under the rug and you even if you don't all the way forgive them their mistakes mm. You still love them, and you just ignore it. Yeah. But sometimes it bubbles up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Like it did in the movie. Yeah. And I think it's funny, too, how... That's what I was going to say. Mm. 
usually in like a rom-com type thing mm. the the climax is with the romantic partners not the father daughter yeah yeah and in this movie i i really one thing i i actually did love about this movie is like the ending where marlon wayne's it's just like like what is going on tell me what are you doing like why don't you follow me there and she like tells him and she's like i was stupid i was meaning this and he was just like yeah but he didn't like chastise chat sorry chest i say chastiser Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't do that to her. He was just like, he's like, just ask me, just talk to me next time, you know? Mm-hmm. So we don't have to go about this. And I like what he said too. He's like, I work all the time. And she's like, I know, but I have this, this, and this going on. And mm. we never see each other. He's like, yeah, because I started this company because I just want to be good enough for you. I know. Yeah. And I, I, I battled with that a lot mm-hmm. about like, okay, I just, I don't know if I'm good enough for this person. I, I have like a, um, and I and I know Kelsey can kind of join me along this. I have like somewhat of a sense of imposter syndrome that I'm just like yeah, I me don't. too. Yeah, and, and it's funny because we should not be friends. Like it shouldn't work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like if we both have imposter syndrome, I know. it's like two people saying sorry to each other constantly. I know. Like <laughs> hey, like hey, we're cool, we're friends. We have imposter syndrome. Sorry, imposter syndrome. You sure, you be my friend? Are you sure? You sure? You sure? All right, cool. Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> Um, but yeah, I have like a strong sense of that as well as like, I want to be good enough for this person, you know? Um, even like certain people I'm around, like around, like even when I'm around Kelsey, like Kel- I've always seen, I've always seen Kelsey as like way smarter than me. Like Kelsey has, um, our relationship goes pretty deep. Like Kelsey has been there for a lot of the stuff that I've been through, like as much as I've been there for her and She's helped me improve on my writing, my studies, even my fucking math. You like math I, uh, now. I, you not only have gotten <laughs> over your insecurities of almost becoming panic-stricken <laughs> with math, uh, but you actually admitted to me today that you can see why it is actually soothing to do math. Yeah. And I, that's what I tried telling him. Like, it's like a fucking puzzle. Yeah. Because it's very logical. And if you make a mistake, mm-hmm. you know you did something wrong. And all it takes is just going back over it like a fucking puzzle. Yeah. And figuring it out. And then you're good to go. Yeah. And see, even before I got to this point, but I was. You're, you're like, no, no, that's not it. <laughs> well, like, I'll admit to it. Like, yeah, because I'm a. I tend to try to have logic. Uh, a logic have a huge factor in my life so now i'm seeing math i'm like oh that logically makes sense why am i not into this like before why haven't i been into this before whole separate story of that um but even before kelsey and i got to this point i was like okay does she want to be my friend like do i deserve to be that like do i deserve this kindness from kelsey you know because i you know i always see myself as a piece of shit individual so getting so being on the receiving from that from Kelsey is just like whoa like do I deserve this and also let me make sure I better myself so she can see me and, and not be like why am I fucking why am I hanging out with this loser <laughs> is it like that and it even goes into the relationship I'm currently in right now which I'm like this person who I'm with who's like has this really great job and affects like all these lives and I'm just like do I even deserve to be with this person mm-hmm. <laughs> and all that kind of shit so. That's why that part when, when Marlon Wayne says, like, I won't be good enough, I would just like, I feel you there, man. I'm with you there. <laughs> like, all that shit. Yeah. Um, but to, to, to finish what I was going to say about my favorite part is, like, when they're just sitting down having dinner. Yeah. I just love that part. And he's just like, 
They're just like, it seemed so easy and genuine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and when communication opens up, you love it better. Mm -hmm. I think Uh, you learned that too. Like even even in a friendship mode, like Mm -hmm. it took a lot of work to like get to where we can just communicate with each other. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And now you kind of understand too, like if I have an anxiety attack, there's not always a reason. <laughs> that is absolutely because I true. think that there were times where you're like, I don't know how to fucking help you. Why, why don't you just tell me? And I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I and then I'm pulling shit out my ass, and you're getting annoyed because you're like, you always bring that up. And I'm like, yeah, because I don't know what else to say. <laughs> um, yeah, but <laughs> so so back to the film. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah. Fuck, you know what? I'm kind of changing my mind on it a little bit since we're kind of having this discussion on it. Like, it's, like it wasn't special, but mm, it was like it opens a door. A, I think it opens up a good door. Yeah, to talk. Right. I think it 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 hits all of the right notes. Right. Mm. Like it's nothing special, but like Rashida Jones' smoky eyeshadow was great throughout the whole thing. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, on point. I know. Um, and like. Just all the relationships were believable. Mm-hmm. Um, and how people are flawed. You can love someone and they're still flawed. And you can be flawed and people still love you. Mm. And that's the whole point of the movie. Yeah. So, although it's not an appropriate film, it's a, it's, a good, um, it's a good conversation starter. If you want it to be. Some people will turn into this, turn on this and be like, let me look at your phone, you know, and all that kind of shit. Like, no, no. And then starts a huge fight and then divorce. Boom. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> or, you know, they learn from it that the best, the best present you can give someone mm-hmm. is like an all-in-one appliance. Hey, I mean, shit, I, don't, I wouldn't mind a gift like that. Well, my mom still complains about the fact that my dad bought her a vacuum cleaner for Christmas one year. I can see why. However, <laughs> however, however, if I had my own place and I needed a new vacuum, I'd be damn happy to get that damn thing. No, it's because he gave her a very small allowance when they were married because she wasn't working uh, at okay. the beginning. Mm. And like, that was it. Like, she was like, you couldn't even get me something for Christmas. She could have used her allowance. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom, that's a character there. Mm. Uh, okay, anything else you want to add on to it? Uh, recommend it, not recommend it? Um, I do recommend it. Okay. I like, not like, oh, you got to watch this movie, mm-hmm. but like, I think people should watch it. Like, yeah. Like, not like, you like, know, Netflix and, well, maybe Netflix and chill type stuff. But like, <laughs> you know, not like, oh, I got to watch this on a Friday night. Like, yeah. Late night watching movies with, you know, it's not even really a chick flick, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, it's. um. But like, you know, watch it while you're eating dinner or something like. Yeah. Or, you you know, you the you know, you and your wife or husband or whatever, put down the kids, you know, put them down. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you put them down in the bed. You're just like, let's watch this movie. All right. And then that's it. It's yeah. not, like I said, it's not special, but it's it's not a. Oh, I, I certainly didn't feel like I wasted my time watching this movie. Me either. What was the last movie we saw we wasted our time? Oh, I like Possessed. New Mutants. <laughs> 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 All my money back. 
Um, okay, cool. You done? Yep. All right. What do we got up next? Next, we are doing variety time. So this time we are doing our try this, not that. And Mark has something to talk about. I have something to talk about. It's called Doom Patrol. Oh, 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 oh. You know what? I couldn't really get into... I didn't know what Doom Patrol was when you first started talking about it. Uh-huh. Or when, like, I don't know, memes would pop up or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what it was. Mm. But every time I heard Doom Patrol, I always thought it was, like, a kid's cartoon because of Paw Patrol. <laughs> yeah. They do an episode of Crossover Paw Patrol. Oh, yeah? No. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Doom Patrol, uh, created by uh, Jeremy Carver, um... I have been hearing about this show. It's on. It's been on for two seasons, and it's on. I think the DC Universe is still around. If not, it's definitely on HBO Max now. Um, and I'm very fucking iffy when it comes to a DC show. Like mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, what is this? Is this DC? Okay, CW. Oh, not watching it. <laughs> um, but this one, I really like this show. I really fucking like this show because it is. It is a show based on the comic book of Doom Patrol, like these misfit characters. And it's almost like DC's version of like X-Men. Where it's like X-Men mm-hmm. and Umbrella Academy. Yes, that is the best comparison. But Umbrella Academy with the good stuff. Not that all that other crap. I still have not watched the second season, so whatever. Um, so it's essentially is about these characters that are really fucked up. Um, Timothy Dalton plays uh, Light's character. I think his name's like Niles Greaves or something like that. And it also has like uh, what's it called? It has uh, Brendan Fraser in it as essentially um, like this robot dude. His, his he plays like a, a former race car driver that dies in an accident and then becomes like this robot. It's, this, this is like the first five minutes of the of the first episode. Yeah. Um, and he deals with like this girl named Crazy Jane. There's Elastigirl. Um, and like we, we, you would think like this movie, I'm sorry, this show is like, oh, they are a team that gets together. They have to get past their differences, but they got to save the day because there's a city level threat or planet level threat. Most of, most of this first season... It's them really dealing with why they are fucked up in the head. Mm-hmm. Like, the issues that they have to battle with. And not just like, oh, I didn't win, like, you know, the wrestling match in my high school wrestling team or anything like that. No, like, one character has to deal with, like, the fact that she was, like, molested as a child. Mm-hmm. And how that essentially creates, like, her 64 personalities. Yeah. Um, uh, Brendan Fraser's character, Cliff Still, has to deal with the fact that he was, like, a piece of shit father. And that his death was actually better for his daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Matt Bomer, Bowman, sorry, Bomer, Bomer, sorry, is in it, right? And he plays like this pilot from like the nineteen like fifties and shit like that, mm-hmm. who gets this um, like uh, like this negative being inside his body. But his character has to deal with the fact that he was like gay during the time where like even mention that you might be gay would get your ass kicked or i'm sorry would get you killed Mm -hmm. and he has to deal with like his own sexuality and accepting that and the fact that he was like married and had 
two kids and how his hidden life affected that marriage and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Alan, Alan Tudyk is in this movie as Mr. Nobody. Mm-hmm. I love Alan Tudyk. Whenever I hear his voice or see him in the show or movie, I love it because this dude's always fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in the middle of the second season. I think I'm like on the third or fourth episode of the second season. Um, and I'm enjoying the fuck out of it. I'm really, I'm really liking it. Um, they even have like Cyborg in this show. Mm-hmm. And I like this Cyborg more than the Ray Fisher Cyborg from the Justice League movie. because I didn't watch that. But he, this cyborg really does remind me a lot of the Teen Titans one. Yeah. In a, in a way, like, I don't know. He's kind of, like, loud and he's not obnoxious in any way, but he's mm-hmm. loud. Like, he talks a lot about what he thinks and, like, yeah. That and that's the Teen Titans one also. Yeah, and this, but see, like, this, like, with the Teen Titans cyborg, you're talking about the cartoon, right? Yeah. Okay, we're, like... Okay, are you referring to like Teen Titans or Teen Titans Go? Teen Titans Go. Okay, so he's not like, for people who haven't watched it, he's not all like, booyah, booyah, like all over the place, mm-hmm. but he still has somewhat of that cyborg personality. Because cyborg is kind of bossy too. Yeah, because he's like kind of self-righteous and shit like mm-hmm. that. But this one actually deals with like his father issues and mm-hmm. like how his death or how he caused the death of his mother mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff and how he's like, He's still not the fully developed cyborg that is like superhero cyborg. Mm-hmm. He's like we're like getting to the steps of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm like totally digging this show. And that, and that soundtrack is fucking lit. I love that soundtrack. Um, I'm trying to think what else I can speak of it. Yeah, it's just it's a great show. It's honestly a really great show. I um I started watching it. Mm-hmm. I've gotten I think three or four episodes in. Mm-hmm. And I don't hate it. Um, I'm taking a little bit longer to warm up to it. Yeah. Because I hate all of the... Like, some shows have the chemistry right there, and some kind of work their way into it, and this one's kind of working their way into it. I'm just waiting for it to feel not forced. Oh, okay. They just kind of feel... because, Because the characters don't know each other that well yet. Yeah. So I don't know them that well yet and i don't mm. i don't like that honeymoon period oh okay yeah yeah the because the characters like i said it takes them time to get it takes quite a bit of time for them to get used to each other um because they're just kind of dealing with their own shit but mm-hmm. like when they kind of get their footing they're like a they're like a dysfunctional family but they know they kind of need each other because they i don't say they necessarily lift each other up but they do it in like subtle little ways like, well, you mean they probably are strong in areas that each other are weak. Like, yeah. 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 Like, um, the Brendan Frazier character, he is, um, he's kind of like a surrogate father to like crazy Jane, mm-hmm. but even crazy Jane's like, get the fuck away from me. I'm not your kid. Mm-hmm. But he still like pushes it. He's just like, no, like you need to take care of cause something's really wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually like they deal with one of the characters of how, um, how they're using drugs to cope with like dealing with like their fucked up issues yeah so i mean you can kind of like really apply to just like a dysfunctional family and just kind of get the yeah, same but one thing. that you like yes <laughs> one i do like <laughs> uh what did you uh what, what are you suggesting to try the queen's gambit queen's gambit it was so funny <laughs> i told you about this show mm-hmm. 
before I even started watching it, because I was like, oh, okay. oh you got to watch the trailer. Like, I think this is going to be a good show. Uh-huh. And it has that Anya Taylor-Joy in it. Like, I know she kind of sucked in New Mutants, but it wasn't her fault, right? Yeah. No, it was The not. first time we saw her was in that shitty-ass movie Morgan, but I swear she's good, right? <laughs> and, and you're like, eh, because you heard Queen's Gambit, and you're like, I don't like period movies yeah like, that was like a period piece film and yeah. i'm like no, no no it's about chess and you're like oh okay and mm. then you saw the trailer and you're like oh okay like mm. i don't know i really like this movie because she's the show right show yeah sorry mm. the show i really like the show because um it follows an orphan girl who gets into a very male-centric uh sport Mm-hmm. of chess in the 1950s and she um she's too smart for her own good mm-hmm. and she also has a crutch yeah you know so um i really like i and i, I like her personality because she's very like she doesn't understand social situations like i don't yeah it, it's funny how you say that because like i remember watching i think it was like maybe 15 20 minutes into the show and i was like yeah that girl's totally kills <laughs> <laughs> and she has red hair <laughs> yeah she has red hair yeah um yeah I, kelsey and i have been watching this together i know we're we're like what three episodes away from the last oh no it's like three episodes left in the season yeah i think so um there they one thing i one thing i thought was i i wasn't really i was enjoying it but i'm actually glad they dropped it was the fact that like um how she like takes because she 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 does drugs and she like drinks and stuff like that but she uses it to like enhance her mind mm-hmm. when it comes to like playing chess where she's like visualizing it um and it was cool like when they had it in the first couple of episodes but i'm actually glad like they got rid of it because I, th- I, well, I don't think they really got rid of it i think they just aren't focused on it i think it always mm. it pops up its head here or there yeah yeah because i think like the first like two or three episodes they were really they did it like uh, quite a few times in an episode. Yeah. And, and now it's kind of, it, it is kind of here sporadically, but it doesn't take away from like what's going on. Right. Mm. Um, and I just, I don't know what to say about the show. I just, really, <laughs> I do really like it. It's uh, not like it's a slow burn. Yeah. Like you think about it and you kind of go through it with her and you feel things. Yeah. And if you're into that kind of thing, then you're going to like it. I've been actually hesitant to like finish the season with you because I like the character so much. I don't want to see her fail. Oh, like, I yeah. Like, I like the fact that she's like kicking the shit out of a lot of these guys in, in chess. Mm-hmm. Um, except for like one particular person that she, no, there's, there's one person she drew, she had to draw another person that she didn't beat. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, Oh, I can't wait for her to beat that guy. Oh, it's gonna be that's gonna feel so good. It's gonna be like three orgasms at once. It's, oh, checkmate. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I would like I would, I would have to agree with Kelsey. Not really would have to, but I strongly agree with Kelsey that it's it's actually a really good show. Um, last time I checked on Netflix, it was like number one. Really trending, yeah. So I don't know if that still. I don't know if that still stays because as of like tonight, the crown premiere, the fourth season of the crown has premiered. So that might've like taken it over <laughs> that number one I'm spot. I'm surprised you didn't put that on here. What, the crown? Yeah. I've only gotten like maybe 30 minutes into the first episode. I know, I'm, but it's I'm, so I'm, funny because like, 
I know. So, so here's the show. thing. Okay, I'm going to add this in here, okay? Okay, okay. I started watching The Crown mm. a few months ago, and I kind of binged it. Yeah. Right? But I wasn't so much invested into, like, oh, I like the monarchy. I want to know about them. It was, like, a really good study into how people behave in certain situations, and, like, there's some kinds of drama and stuff. Mm. Um. And I know that's right up your alley. So mm. I was like, I know you would like this show. Mm. And then you're like, nah. Well, yeah, because... But then, you know, you did that thing where you don't listen to me and you wait for somebody else to show you something. And you're like, look, oh, yeah. Look, can't you just take in the fact that you are right? No, because gotta, I got to be right when I'm right, not... I got to be right when someone else is right. But you were right at the beginning. I just didn't recognize it. Okay? <laughs> Fuck. Well, stop doing that, okay? I know. I'll probably watch The Crown tonight. I got to finish that episode. Damn it. Then I'm going to watch like three, four fucking episodes. Damn it. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, anyways, the new season's coming out, and I got to watch that now. Oh, Because I, I finished everything till current. Yeah, and each episode is like what, about an hour long, ten episodes a season or some shit like that. Yeah, something like that. Come on, it's like thirty hours. I can't spare that. Yes, you can. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, after I finished like Doom Patrol, like in three days, the first season. <laughs> you pick and choose when you have time for stuff and when you don't. I got schoolwork and kids, and like, I, I just we have I have a bunch of projects. I just and, finish and Doom Patrol and Doom Patrol. Mm. Look, it allows me to relax. <laughs> probably start watching the crown tonight yeah exactly <laughs> um so yeah you should watch doom patrol and the queen's gambit mm-hmm. highly highly recommend it both of them mm-hmm. now let's do our geriatric cinematic of paper moon amen essie may i just know your ass is still warm <laughs> Well, I ain't your pa, so just get that out of your head. I don't care what those neighbor ladies said. Over cardboard sea, but it wouldn't be make believe if you believed in me. No reason to get that sore. Call me a boy, Jenny. He just got mixed up, that's all. Jenny, look me straight in the eye. Well, I'm looking you straight in the eye, and I think you're beautiful. Twelve dollars, Daddy. Twelve dollars. Oh, yeah, well, honey, we, we have to have a little goodness in our hearts. I mean, considering the circumstances. Never mind the circumstances. I'll take it. The synopsis is, during the Great Depression, a con man finds himself saddled with a young girl who may or may not be his daughter, and the two forge an unlikely partnership. Directed by Peter Bogdanovich. Written by Alvin Sargent. It stars Ryan O'Neill, Tatum O'Neill, and Madeline Kahn. Mm-hmm. Madeline Kahn, you say? Mm-hmm. Of the Madeline. I thought this movie came out like in the forties or fifties. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no. Came out nineteen seventy-three. <laughs> yeah, so let me explain how they were actually able to accomplish that. Uh Peter Bongdanovich. 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 No, um, not Bong. Bog. Bog Danovich. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, so what happened was um, yeah, the the film straight looks like it's coming out of like 1960s or something like that, like early 1960s and 1950s. Um, 
the reason the way he was able to accomplish that is uh uh bong bong danovich uh was a close friend of orson welles the famed legendary director uh welles had actually done some uh, uncredited consulting work on some for the cinematography and he suggested to the director hey make it black and white and use a red filter to like heighten up the contrast for each image so that's why it gives that look to it Mm. um so kelsey uh what did you think of this movie i really liked it Mm, okay um you seem kind of like on the fence a bit when i showed you the trailer for this movie before we when we were coming up like if we should do this or not i think it was the trailer yeah yeah, the trailer doesn't really do anything. There, well, there was one. There were two different trailers, and one of them was kind of like, "Okay, this is all right." Mm-hmm. The other one was like a narration, and then they had like outtakes and like yeah. So it was kind of weird. Um, but I did, I did like the film. Mm-hmm. Um, some of, um, I keep wanting to call her Channing Tatum. Um, <laughs> oh, the boxer from The Simpsons. No. Channing Tatum. Oh, 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 Channing Tatum. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm thinking of what am I thinking of? That the O'Neill, the, the anyway. I'm sorry. Go on, go on, go on, go on. Sorry. Um, Tatum O'Neill. Her acting, it, you could tell like some of it was probably coached. Mm. Like sometimes she was great and sometimes she wasn't. Derek Tatum. I was thinking of Derek Tatum. Derek Tatum. It's the Simpsons version of Mike Tyson. Oh. Okay. Sorry. Go on. Go on. <laughs> so i felt like sometimes she was coached and other times she was actually good so mm. i don't know um they i think they really liked her too because she had like the mean face mm. all the time yeah um but like their relationship was cute the story was good mm. um I really like how much smarter she was than her father. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But not in, like... Like, yeah, it was obvious, but it wasn't, like, so in your face that you thought the movie was pretentious mm-hmm. um, or trying too hard. Like, she was just, like, legitimately smarter than her father. Yeah. And she just... They just made it work. Mm. Um, and, oh, and her father... I First of all, I didn't know that... She's from like, she had like an actor father or whatever. Yeah, Ryan O'Neill, that's her father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, it's funny because you could tell there are times where he's he's acting mm-hmm. and he's like loud and whatnot. Mm-hmm. There are times where he doesn't talk as loud, mm-hmm. and like I feel like he probably was more soft spoken oh, okay. of a person like. He has a really soothing voice when he's not being mm. really loud. Yeah. Um, like he's more refined than his character was. Yeah, there was like there was like a bit of a switch off when uh, Ryan O'Neill's character is like trying to con people, and when he's with, when he's just like conversing with the the little girl, mm-hmm. um, Addie or Tatum O'Neill's character, um, where you got like you really do get like a father sense, but like a reluctant daddy figure mm-hmm. um with their dialogue between back between the two um going off of what you said about her her performance when she was coach um it was it's it's been reported that um um bondanovich um 
that he really like people have assumed that like he, she was coach and he told he told these people during interviews like no I would do so many takes if I can oh, sorry hit the mic <laughs> I would go through so many takes if I can just get the natural reaction of of Tatum O'Neal and it was reported that he would take like up to like 50 takes to get that shot really um yeah and he later on said that like working on that movie is like a fucking nightmare because he had to get so many takes to get that natural shot but it, it worked out in the film because the film was like a it was like a critical and like a financial su- success mm-hmm. it was such a success that tatum o'neill holds the record as the youngest uh actress to win best supporting actor oscar Oh wow! Or yes, sorry, uh, supporting actress. She was ten years old when she won that Oscar, and no one has beaten her record so far. That's awesome. Um, so I, 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 I like to. I really enjoyed the performance, um, especially like from Taylor and because I, you know, you know me, like I don't like children act um, actors. I'm just me like, either. yeah, but for her, like I was totally like laughing my ass off, and especially with the character, um, what's the homegirl's name? That black girl. Um, from Paper Moon, that girl was so fucking funny when they were like interacting with each other. Uh, PJ Johnson. Mm-hmm. Whenever when they brought her in to like share scenes with Eddie, uh, with Tatum O'Neill, mm-hmm. I liked the, the, the dynamic between the two because even though there were like times where you almost got like a, I mean, this might just be my my politics on this one like that but i got a couple times there's a sense of like oh you black you're not smart so i'll carry the scene or something like that but but the times where like i felt that in certain scenes but other scenes i felt like they were at at the same level like they were actually like playing together yeah i kind of got that too um i i don't know maybe it's because i'm white but i didn't really see very much of tatum o'neill carrying the scene for her Mm. um I I did like that, you know, they were together, like, she had an opinion, they let her have her opinion, she she wasn't stupid, really, like, she, she talked the way she did, but that mm-hmm. was just, like, how she grew up and everything. Yeah, enough of the time and everything mm-hmm. like that, yeah. So, um, but she didn't, like, she wasn't stupid, and, like, her and, and uh, Tatum O'Neill's character, Addie, like, mm-hmm. really, like, fucked up this one chick <laughs> oh the, you're talking about uh trixie the trixie delight character yeah by, uh madeline Kahn. Mm. um yeah that scene where like uh where uh addy wanted to have trixie get caught like sleeping with like the hotel clerk and caught by uh ryan o'neill's character that whole scene, I felt like that scene was like maybe ten minutes, mm-hmm. but it was not slow at all. Like it was like keeping up like this well paced beat of like, what's gonna happen next? What's gonna happen next? Are they gonna accomplish this? Is this gonna happen? And mm-hmm. it wasn't like overly dramatic. It was like, but everything had to be timed right. Yeah, it had to be timed right. Exactly. Like if, like there are several cuts, but I would think that like it would be. I think it would have been more amazing if, like, the director was able to do, like, long take shots mm-hmm. of them going up and down the stairs. Down, up, like up a track shot? Yeah. Exactly. That would add, I, I imagine it would have been, like, a logistical nightmare, but I thought it would have been cool if they were able to accomplish that. Yeah. Um, what did you think about... Uh, well, we kind of talked about the... What did you think about the plot, though? Um, I thought it was kind of convenient. Mm. Like... 
he still could have sent her on that fucking train. Yeah. Even though he owed her 200 bucks, like, mm. I didn't think he would just take her on a trip with him, you know, like, mm. that doesn't make sense to me. And especially, yeah. like, all right, like, yeah, he owed her 200 bucks, but, like, I don't know. He didn't have to pay. He could have been like, nope, oh, there's your ticket. Deuces and then Yeah, but she was off. making a scene, and he seemed like that was stressing him the fuck out. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like scenes, apparently. <laughs> so, um... Well, yeah, he's a con man, shit. Exactly. Yeah. Um, there were so many times along that trip where he could have just, like, I'm not connected to you at all, like, mm. bye. Yeah. And he didn't. Um, I think that's because he had some idea that he might be her her father. Yeah. Like a like a uh what's it called? Like an intuition that it might have been a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um which is why I think it kinda like leads into like that final scene between the two. Yeah, but that I the final scene was interesting because it wasn't like how you would expect it to be and mm-hmm. kinda how you want it to be. Yeah. Exactly. Like he left her. Mm-hmm. He didn't really have any qualms about it. Mm-hmm. He I mean you could tell he was a little sad about it, but he was just kind of like no, I need to get back on, like, on well, with my doing. life. Yeah. And and he actually left. Yeah. And then he stopped down the road and had a cigarette. And, you know, he's probably just decompressing. He looked more like he was decompressing than anything else. Because oh, the truck had decompressed. The shit was overheating. Yeah. <laughs> and here she comes running down the road because mm. she, like, ran away from her aunt. And he's like, no, I told you, you can't come with me. Mm. And, like. So he's reluctantly is taking her again. Like, I, w- I would have wanted him to accept her, even if he doesn't accept that he is her father, mm. at least, like, okay, this works. Mm. Like, you can stay with me. This this really works. That's the thing. I think he, like, I think it was, I think it was the picture. Because when he found that picture, he, like, really paused and he, like, looked at it for a good minute. Um, so I think he was, like, really contemplating of going back. And um, when he like sees her running down the road, which she fucking she must have bolted to like catch <laughs> up to him. Um, but when she's um, when they see each other, and I and I really like this part of the movie where they look at each other and they don't go like, "Oh, I love you, I love you too," or anything like that. He just like, "I told you, I don't want you around me," and she was like. He stole me my two hundred dollars. Yeah, and then he's like, "Damn it!" I think that, I think <laughs> he that, threw his hat down. Yeah, I think that was a subtle way of them saying, "Like I love you." Like I think that was a very that was in their own way. You know how like some people are like, "Well, fuck you, fuck you," but really like, "No, I love you." Mm. I think that was like their way of kind of doing because that was like the start of the relationship was like you owe me two hundred dollars, and then like progressive and they got closer and closer and spending time with each other. I yeah. It's hard for me to see, honestly, because, mm. like, they weren't really that close throughout the whole thing. He just kind of enjoyed mm. the cons with her. That's the thing. I, I and, and so, like, you never really got a sense, except mm. for that one time where he said, like, kind of like, no, you're beautiful. <laughs> like, but he was like, I can't believe I'm saying this. Like, <laughs> I know. And that's the thing. I mean, I, they're not, like, overtly, like, showing their their compassion for each other or like their chemistry for each other but i I think there's like like this movie i think what this movie does does in a really good way is like 
they sprinkle like little tiny hits of it that like you can take away from like there is some type of like love for each other like for example well, there's a level of trust and, that yeah, you don't get trust. from like people yeah. that you don't love or like yeah like there's that part where um moses picks up trixie trixie delight mm-hmm. and and Addie sees her like at first you think Addie like sees her and he's she's just, like jealous of her but then she sees her for like the con that she is mm-hmm. and she's like he's she's gonna con him and she she does her things to like get her away from him and i think that was like a way of like protection like i don't want you to like get this i don't want you to get your money taken i don't want you to get ripped off by this woman who doesn't love you mm-hmm. and there's that part in the in the scene where after moses like finds out that she that she's sleeping with some other guy and everything like that and he's in the car and she's just, he's just like i you know he's just like i can't believe she did this to me i gave her so much blah 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 blah. and then he has like a really frank conversation with her like promise me you won't end up like that and that was like a very serious moment you don't see their faces at all but just him saying like just promise me you do not end up like that like don't end up deceiving men like that mm. and i think that was like in a way telling her like we are conning people, but don't be a bad person like that, because that's worse. Because that person is fucking with your emotions, as opposed to fucking with your money. It's funny because you're putting so much more emotion into it than I got out of it. Mm. Like, like I just saw it as him, you know, like making comments, like, like my mother would say, like, you're, um, like all men are trash. Okay. Well, we are. That doesn't, <laughs> but that doesn't like mean that she's trying to protect me in any way that just mm. was her venting i felt like more that was him venting uh, okay. you know like i can I can, yeah, I can see that like even at the end when they were you know he could have brought her back but mm. like i think it wasn't as emotional as you were making it out to be mm. where yeah they they don't say they love each other but they obviously do mm. i think she loved him more and he was war- still warming up to it. Uh, you mean like all, even up to the ending? Mm-hmm. I think he was still warming up uh, to it. That's the thing. I think he see. I don't think he was warming up. I think he had gotten to that point, like the same level that she was. Um, I mean, because like even though he pulled over because the car was overheating, he didn't have to sit there for that long, and he he could easily have just been like, "Get in the car. I'm taking you back. I don't I don't want you around me." No, I... Well, here's the thing. Mm. I think that he thought he was doing her a favor Mm. by not keeping her, Mm, by dropping her off at the aunt, and that's, like, a level of, like, love or respect. Mm. Um, But it wasn't, like... I don't know. Like, I think he was like, well, if you're not going to be happy there, you're not going to be happy there. Mm. So I'll just take you. Like... Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I just don't think it was like that strong of a connection for him. Ah, uh, okay. Or at least I wasn't getting it from yeah, his acting. Yeah. Um, but it, it, I'm sure it was there, obviously. But it wasn't like you didn't you didn't pick up the signals. As, it wasn't palpable. Yeah. For me. Okay. Well, I mean, you're. I wrong. think the whole movie was circumstantial. Yeah, I mean, you're wrong. I'm right. So no, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm joking. We just like two different views on it. Yeah, yeah. But you like that. With the two different views? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, fuck it. Otherwise, this would be like a fucking echo chamber. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, 
I I I like I I like the movie. I did enjoy it. Um, but more more importantly, what's what's Kelsey's final say? Despite what the cat just did in the litter box. You mean take a fat ass dump? Yeah. That smells like chicken noodle soup. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. <laughs> <laughs> It does taste, it does taste, yeah. It does smell like chicken noodle soup. Oh yeah, you took that deep breath. Yeah, you taste it. Yes. <laughs> yes, what? It The the movie did not take a dump. Okay. <laughs> I did like the movie. Okay. Um, Do you think it still holds up? Because it's not... <laughs> hmm. Just gotta make sure I can breathe while I'm talking. <laughs> you breathe out your nose, Shit. breathe out your nose. <laughs> um... <laughs> I do think it holds up, mm-hmm. and I like the fact that it's not real mushy. Oh yeah, it's not. It's not overly mushy at all. So I felt like there was a little room for it to be a little more affectionate mm-hmm. at times, not throughout the whole movie, but just a couple of more like heartfelt type moments. Mm-hmm. But other than that, um, I thought it did a great job of showing like how people can connect, even if they don't know each other. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I would have to agree with that. Um, Pocket's not my favorite cat. Oh, because forever. Go, because Patches just dropped a deuce. He's just like, yeah, whatever. I'm surprised he's not. He usually runs up the stairs real fast after he comes out of the litter box. Yeah, now he's just like, yeah, I took a shit and what? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think the movie still holds up. This is this was actually like my first time coming across. Well, not coming across the movie, actually watching it. I've heard about it for years, but. Um, it was actually my first time really checking out the film, and uh, I enjoyed it a lot. I think it still holds up. I think the performance is really great, especially from Tatum O'Neill's um, uh, performance. Performance, yeah. Right on it. Like, uh, well, it's it's father and daughter, so like the chemistry seems to like match perfectly well. Um, Which it, to me, mm-hmm. that's good too, because you know, like how hard it can be. Sometimes it's better to have someone else do something with your child than you. Yeah. Like, I couldn't imagine being on screen with either one of my kids. Oh, God, no. You'd be pulling your hair out and shit. Like, I could be on screen with Leia. Mm-hmm. But not with... Maybe Cadence, but she would be, like, a diva. <laughs> she kind of is. That's what I'm saying, because she gets, like, moody. Mm. So. Um, yeah, but, I mean, like I said, I like it. That was good. Enjoyed the fuck out of it. It's awesome. Me too. I bet you she actually was really smoking. Oh, actually, I read up on that. Mm-hmm. Um, the way how they got around that is uh, they put uh, lettuce in the cigarettes. Mm-hmm. So she was just she was just smoking lettuce, <laughs> and apparently it was it was like very nauseous of her to like do that. No, nauseous? Like it made oh, her it, nauseous? It made her, yeah, it made her nauseous. Oh, yeah. Um. All right. Anything else? We done with that part? Done. All right, we're done with that part. Let me spread to the end. Yay! Dun, 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 dun. Uh, all right, so Kelsey and I would like to thank you all for joining us on this week's episode. Uh, you can find this episode and our past, all our past episodes on fucking, I think probably every podcast catcher. Um, we're on Podbean, Stitcher, Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, and other things like that. Anyway. Wherever you catch your podcast, wherever you catch your podcast, we're there. Just wait in the corner. 
swing a leap out. <laughs> We're on all podcast catchers, so you can catch our podcast. Yes. Ta-da. Yeah, Kelsey said it more. Eloquently. Yeah, I good. Um so for next week's show, we are actually gonna take a week off. Um, so you will not be seeing a new episode on your feed. No, not next week, the week after. Next week we're doing planes, trains, and automobiles, right? Well, that's for the because we're because normally well Oh no, you're right, it is next week. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not yeah, so you actually we might I take that back. So, I mean, well, Kelsey just kind of buried the lead. Um, what was that face for? No, I'm just thinking. Okay. Yeah, so our next episode is going to be a Thanksgiving special. Uh, we are just going to do one film, our geriatric cinematic, and it's going to be Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, uh, which can be which is available to rent on uh, Amazon, Apple TV, Google Play, and YouTube. Uh, the topic... Thanksgiving dog. <laughs> like that's it. <laughs> it's just Thanksgiving. Um You know what we might maybe we can actually try to drop the episode like in the middle of next week. If we're just doing like one movie, we might just do that. I'm down for that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So just just you know, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You know, we'll give the announcement out and everything like that. But you will probably be seeing an episode in your feed probably like in the middle of like next week or some shit like that. Um We'll see. We'll see. Um, so I want to say again, I say again, thank you all for joining us. Um, <laughs> I know that was the, you hear the cat. Fucking pocket. I mean, patches. patches. Patches took a dump. Now he's <laughs> eating. Just take another dump. Um, normally, at the end of every episode, I like to tell a story. Have like a little funny little quote and everything. Uh, but this week's going to be a bit different. Every episode, I like to say, wear your damn ass, wash your damn hands. Kelsey and I had a really intense conversa- con- conference- conversation. <laughs> conversation. My brain's almost fried because I'm about to blow up. Conversation earlier. People are panic buying again. Toilet paper. Toilet paper. They're worried about shitting themselves to death, but they're not willing to wear fucking masks. We did this at the beginning of the year, folks, when the pandemic had first started. We're doing it again because I'm 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 hoping these I'm hoping our listeners are not of this mindset. But um, if you know somebody who's not wearing a mask, tell them to put on their fucking mask. Seriously, we are coming up at the end of 2020. Mm. This year has been garbage. Pure garbage. Fucking, I was watching uh, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, and he just went on a list of why this year has been the worst year in so many years. I have a little story. Oh, what's that? About yesterday, what happened with my job. Oh, you, you want to share that? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, what's the story? Um, we had an economist that works for the company mm. on a Zoom call with our team, mm. um, and... The person who helped started the Zoom meeting isn't very tech savvy. And we were waiting. We, he doesn't know how to share screen. He had it disabled so people couldn't request access or whatever. So then the economist just emailed him the, the deck and it took a long time to come through. When it finally did, 10 seconds later, the fire alarm goes off. 
so four or five people had like their tiles were just an empty seat, you know, with like lights flashing because you could see that <laughs> their fire alarm was still going off. Mm-hmm. Um, so this guy's talking. He's like, you know, this call is kind of. Um, he used a specific word. I don't remember what it was, but it's kind of like analogous to 2020 mm-hmm. because he's like, like this call is not going the way it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then come to find out that it wasn't like a drill or anything that someone actually came in and was wandering around the seventh floor and got escorted out and then said that he left a bomb in the building <laughs> and then he got he did some damage actually to the seventh floor they have to fix oh wow and uh he did get arrested was it from an explosion or just him just messing shit up i think he just messed some shit up okay so yeah folks 2020 keeps fucking keeps the hits on going i know i mean election's over and we there's a president who just won't accept it and there's 70 million 77 million people who are saying Saying or saying everything opposite of fucking reality. Mm-hmm. Um, do better, folks. All I can say is, fucking do better. Mm-hmm.